Yo, yo, yo. What is up? What is going on? Here we are again. This is the Both Worlds of Wrestling Podcast. It's Turk. It's Khalil. And boy, do we have a lot of news to get to, people. Oh, yeah, it's been active. It's been active the last few weeks. Let's see. I think we should um, start off the show with a rest in peace to Terry Funk, the legend, passed away yesterday. Last year, last night is when I first saw the tweets. Um, I saw Mick Foley's tweet first. And knowing the history they have, I just, I know he's hurting right now, but yeah, a legend. Definitely. Um, We are in a space right now. I kind of had this conversation with one of my older cousins yesterday. We losing like some of the real big guns now. Like we, yeah. you know, these people are like, like right below the tier of Flair and Hogan, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, Iron Sheik is a big thing. You know, uh, uh, there's another dude, I forget my man's name, uh, from the UK that died a couple weeks ago. Um oh um Adrian Street Adrian Street yeah 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 right he's a he he's legendary uh in Europe for sure and um then you got Terry Funk who you know had been rumored had been pretty bad health the last couple of years he has mm-hmm. given us so much uh with his body for decades and um you know it was his time unfortunately but. He's had a wild long legacy. Um, I'll it's, touch on that in a few. But any 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 Terry Funk memories that that you might have? Oh, listen. This, despite the numerous retirements and unretirements that he's had, um, the my core Terry Funk memory, and it's like a core wrestling memory in general for me for some reason is um he one of his so he the interesting thing about him is he is one of those few wrestlers who didn't spend a lot of time in WWE but still has that one of the greatest to ever do a legacy but um one of his stints in WWE was when he was Chainsaw Charlie and that, teamed that, up that, with Cactus Jack WrestleMania 14 hell yeah dumpster match versus the new age outlaws Yes. I think it's it's because that was my first pay-per-view when I was getting back into WWE, like like consistently. And I remember like you know they used to do the little Saturday previews, like it would be like mm-hmm. a one hour preview that would just loop. I think Kevin Kelly hosted it or something like that. Um mm-hmm. and they were talking about that match and I was like, yo, who the hell is Chainsaw Charlie? Like, I've never seen or heard this dude. And I was like, yo. And I remember briefly Terry Funk from being in ECW. I was like, yo, that's that's that Terry Funk guy. And I was like, whatever. I didn't think much of it at the time. But, um, yeah, that match is the first. And then his, his um as Terry Funk, his barbed wire match in ECW against Sabu always sticks out in my mind. Every ECW compilation DVD you see, that match is always mentioned. It's always on there. Um, infamous because the ropes were barbed wire. Right. Not not ring ropes wrapped in barbed wire. Just That's straight right. barbed wire. And um, mm-hmm. Sabu notoriously tears like the flesh of his bicep open there and just tapes it up and continues to match with some G shit. So those two definitely my standout Terry Funk memories. Madness. Um... So like you, you know, I learned a lot about, you know, the premise of this show, obviously, like I always say, is I was very entrenched in everything WWE growing up. So anything outside of that, I did not know. And I was too young to know that even Terry Funk had a stint in WWE even in the 80s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I didn't know that until I got older. I got a lot of my outside of the, outside of the uh, WWF knowledge from uh, publications like Pro Wrestling Illustrated when I was growing up. So, shout out Bill Apter. So, like, I used to, um, anything outside of that, I'll get knowledge from that. And so, like you, my first time I ever think I saw 
Terry Funk was Chainsaw Charlie, but I did not know the man's name was Terry Funk. I ain't learned mm. that until afterwards. The dumpster match at WrestleMania 14 is definitely one of my favorite matches. It's 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 quirky, yeah. but like it for its time, people really liked it. Uh, the right people won. Um, I think it should get more shine. It's a fun match. Uh, yeah. Some of my earlier Terry Funk memories is um, I was thinking I was talking about this yesterday. My mother took me to, to see Beyond the Mat when it came out. In oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a big part of that movie outside of like Jake the Snake. And um, if you don't know, Beyond the Mat is a wrestling documentary, one of the first of its kind, maybe only second to Wrestling with Shadows, where mm-hmm. it takes you behind the scenes of what really goes on in the professional wrestling environment on a grand scale. Um and so this particular documentary follows different wrestlers from different walks, different types of career paths, and just sort of gives you an inside look at like what their lives are like, managing their personal lives and their professional life. So Terry Funk in 1999, to, to piggyback on what you were saying about the multiple retirements, yeah, there's a exactly. scene in this in this documentary where he is retiring for the first time. He's having a retirement match somewhere in Texas or something like that, a little fair, and he's going to wrestle Bret Hart. And I think there's a dude named Dennis that was also like a, a professional wrestler, but he was more like enhancement talent, right? Yeah, Dennis Stamp. Yes. Oh, you know this? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't even yeah, want to tell you the story, Dennis right? Stamp. So yeah. So this dude is like, yo, they kept, they I was asking this dude, you going to go to the retirement match? He's like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going. And, I'm not booked. Well, why not? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not invited. I'm not going. And so it's like, what? So he's like, yeah, you never know when you're gonna have another match. And he's like hopping on this trampoline with like these five pound dumbbells. I just like to keep myself <laughs> watch what I eat, just just in case. He had to had a match since 1991 by his own admission. It is 1999, <laughs> but he's got he don't want to get ready, so he stay ready. <laughs> <laughs> so Terry Funk gets wind of. Dennis Stamp not wanting to go to his show. And Terry Funk got like this soft-spoken voice. And he's just like, well, well, come on, man. Why won't you come to the show? I want you there. And he's like, oh, nah, man. I mean, you know how it is. I'm I'm the old wrestler now. I know what it's like. And and he's like, well, no, but I want you there. Oh, now. What do you, you want to you wanna referee me and Brett? You want to referee? He's and, and this dude, Dennis, is acting like this is not a big deal. He's like, nah, I already have plans. <laughs> You know, whatever, whatever. He's like, well, I already asked you a few months ago if I could be involved. And you ain't saying nothing. Why aren't you coming to the show, Dennis? Because I'm not involved. That's what he says. He's like, that's his big outburst. Because I'm not involved. And that shit makes me laugh every time. And Terry Funk so expertly weaves around the fact that this dude already asked him, can I be yeah. a part of the show? And he ain't give him an answer back then. And he's like, well, I want you there now, man. I want you there, man. I want to see you. Call me. And eventually the dude acquiesces and is like, okay, I'll, I'll be there. That's the front. And you don't even want to be there. This dude was hype. Like, it's the main event. It's gotta be in the main event. I'm like, bro, this is like the state fair. But to this guy, it is like the biggest deal. And so that's one of my favorite Terry Funk memories. I got nothing to really do with in the ring. It's just like, bro, hilarious. That whole, that whole movie, that movie, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. I got on DVD. I'll I'll throw it at you sometime. But um, yeah, like, and it's crazy because that's that's almost a perfect Terry Funk voice. The way he, um, the whole calling people egg sucking dogs, and uh, I remember who is it? I think he was a promo against Dusty Rose in like the eighties, and he's just talking mad shit about Dusty Rose. And at the end of it, he's like, "And so is his daddy," and I'm like, "Yo." Terry Funk is a man. Terry Funk is a man. I also got a shout out. I really enjoyed his match with Ric Flair. I think it's in 1990. I don't remember the name of the show. It could be a clash at champions or one of them type of things. Mm-hmm. But um, they had a wild match. And um, and there's a match. I can't remember who he was wrestling, man. And someone could probably tell me. I'm usually good at these things. It might have been Jerry Lawler or someone else back in like the 80s. They had like an empty arena match. And Ooh. he goes on. Someone hits him in the eye, and he's like, "Oh my!" And he's like, "He's a he's a bad guy, right? He's a heel." Mm-hmm. 
but he still could elicit like sympathy from people. It was like, damn, we hate him, but don't don't hurt his eye, man. Like, how does he do that? It's hilarious. And I think he did something similar. He did have another the last run I remember him on is when he came back for that second one night stand in WWE and he teamed up with Tommy Dreamer, I think it was. Yeah, to face Edge and Foley. And Foley, right? Yeah. Okay. And so he took some wild bumps in that match. He got colored in that match. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he was the, stuck um... in a barbed wire. I'm like, bro, and this is 2007, maybe 2008, something like Like, this is recent enough for someone his age. Um, he came out with his whole eye and everything taped up later in the match. So I say that again. I think he might have said it again in that match. I think he, he did. went and did a callback. My eye. Man, yeah. Like I'm like, bro, this is my dude, Definitely man. It's, it's, it's too classic, man. So Yo, I remember the build to that match because because I distinctly remember him and Foley brawling on Raw, and him they just laying into each other to the point yes. like like as they say these punches were not gimmick because Mick Foley entered with the mouse under his eye legit because Terry punches boom 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 boom. Boom. And I was like, yo, these dudes are too old to be going this hard, but I appreciate it. I so appreciate it. But they, they understand when they do that, the fact that you can remember that mm-hmm. is why See? they do it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, exactly. That, they really did it. Like, I think that's why I'm so into Gunther right now. That's off mm-hmm. topic. But it's like, bro, when I feel like you laying it in, I'm like, bro, I got to see your match. Yeah. It's going to be what I remember. 100%. Like, it's, you know, um, but yeah, man, big, big shout out to, to Terry Funk and his legacy. I, I, you know, he's he was older, you know, certainly not rushing anyone out of this earth. You know, you hate to see him go. Mm-hmm. Uh so and I'm not I'm, I'm not distraught, but I'm you know, it's a big blow to the to the wrestling world for sure. But yeah, he left his mark. It, he's like he's up. He there. is he's like the epitome of pro pro wrestling because he's he's been big in the territory era. He wrestled for WWE. He wrestled for ECW. He wrestled for a little backyard indie shows in the middle of nowhere because this dude just loves wrestling. And he is a legend in Texas. Him and, and Von Erics. The Double God Cross Ranch. Yep. Out in Amarillo. You know. And um, mm-hmm. I believe, I don't know, I do not know if his brother Dory Funk is still alive or not. I'm not I sure. I think he is. I think he is. But um, you and know, I think he, I want to say he's older. Yeah, I think he's an old brother. Yeah, I think he's so old. Terry, Terry's put his body through a lot. Yeah, man. He's put Dory his body Funk is eighty-two years old. Dory Funk is behind a, a, training a lot of people, yo. Yeah, like uh, yeah, a lot of people. Like right before that OVW era, it was him, yo. Mm-hmm. Funk training you a lot of people. I think he. I think he helped train Kurt Angle and them dudes. Like, I, I believe so. I believe so. That goes to show you, like wrestling's in their blood. And they're lifers, man. Dory Funk, 82 years old. Let me see what he said. He made a he made a, a statement yesterday. My brother mm-hmm. Terry Funk was all in with life and love pro wrestling and his fans. Terry's been blessed with two beautiful, loving, and supportive daughters. All my love to my brother Terry. That is his tweet or his ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Terry. You know. It's good um, so shout out yeah. to that whole family, man. They they mm-hmm. they've been doing it, yo. Been a pro wrestler is pro wrestler. Yeah, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Um, but moving along from the somber Indeed. news, uh, we get into some of the the dramas that people like to stir up here in these uh on them dirt sheets. Uh, oh man, listen. Tell us about listen. uh. They've been eating the last couple weeks. Yeah, okay, they so, so honestly, I thought it would it's happened like two weeks now, and then the way wrestling moves two weeks is forever ago. But the whole CM Punk and all the backstage issues, people allegedly getting sent home, but that feels like old news now, so we don't gotta touch on that. Very much so, yeah. But um <laughs> what is new news is this week one half of the AW tag team champions, Cash Wheeler, was Arrest. Well, I don't know if he was arrested this week, but the news came out this week that he was right. arrested because I think he was arrested like early August, like first week of August mm-hmm. is when it um 
for brandishing a, I don't know the exact charges, but it's allegedly a road rage incident and he mm -hmm. flashed a handgun. Hey, man. And then the police were called and then he you was arrested. You talk to people nice when you're in the South. I told my man that earlier this week. Man, when you're down there, oh, they, will they all you. holding. They yeah, all they holding. They will boom you quick. It's, Y'all it's, keep it cool. Listen, after after not to get too off topic, after I heard like that NFL player getting murdered in a road rage incident in New Orleans, I was like, oh yeah, they kill anybody. They'll kill anybody out oh, on the side oh, of the road. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's crazy. But um yeah, he not many details have come out. Um what we do know is that Tony Khan said in a statement that he when the news broke for us is when he found out. So it wasn't like he had prior knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know if it was a thing where Cash was afraid to say anything because he didn't want it to affect the all-in match. But um, the match is still going. It's still scheduled to happen. Um, he hasn't been charged. Well, he's been arrested, and I don't know if he what the charges were. But there's been no conviction or anything, no court date set yet. So he's good for all-in at least. Since it's just this coming weekend, but um, we'll see what happens after that. Um, I have a feeling that they were slated to win the match before all this happened, and I wonder if that's going to change now due to what may happen with Cash. If I'm them, I'm gonna let them still win if that was a, if that was the plan. Mm -hmm. But if it if it turns out that Cash has to take some time off, storyline time. Yeah, you know, and this dude comes out, Dash comes out without no with with an extra belt, and the young bucks is like, Oh, look, look like you're a little lonely. And like, if they want to heal it up, they can heal it up, and like, you yeah, know, they could probably win it like that. You know, mm -hmm. I hope it doesn't make them feel like this is not as valid because of that, but we'll see. I'm going into all in with a, with a, a clear mind, yeah, man. I ain't got no expectations, I got no. We just see what happens at all in, um, yeah, and they have a deep enough tag team division. To where they can come up with something, especially with um my boys Santana and Ortiz coming back. They definitely got deeper with them. Yeah, I'm glad to see that. So yeah, so that's one to put to what could have been a potential change to all in, but there are others that they couldn't avoid, unfortunately. Um, let's see. We start off with Ray Phoenix and Ar Fox. Both haven't had their visas cleared. So they unfortunately will not be making it to Wembley Stadium. So what they did was Phoenix was written out with the injury angle and then Fox was removed from the the mobile affiliates due to costing them the match. But um which one do you want to touch on first? Well nah, I'm I was gonna say that uh I read that they took Fox out the match uh they didn't think the the card had enough star power, and they inserted Christian mm. because he got a little bit more cachet in it. Actually, makes okay. it feel like a bigger card. That's what I heard. I don't know. That's what I read. Uh, Shout wrestling ain't them type of people. Them. Yeah, that's that makes sense. And I um, can't fault them for that. No, look, bro. We just off air. We just talking about Christian. Christian is killing it right now. So I ain't got oh, no yeah. beef. With him. Oh yeah, not one bit. I think um I think some people's qualms were you could have written him out a different way. Why take him out of the mogul affiliates when he just joined and people were excited about it? But you know, we not the bookers, so and he's not he's a crazy dude, man. He did a wild splash type of thing. Listen, he like, does that inverted 450 where he jumps backwards and does it. That's crazy. outside the ring. That's crazy. And he did like a um, I can't even say it's a springboard because he basically did a shooting star press, but like catapulted himself off the ring post. Like he was ringside on the apron, ran to the post, planted his foot on the ring post, and then did a shooting star press to the outside. He's a maniac. He's a maniac. That That's a hard thing to perfect. No black kid man used to be, try to do a, a top rope one. And sometimes that would be hit or miss when he do the top rope to the outside shooting star press with, on people standing up. Oh, people man. have perfected that now. The ricochets of the world and stuff like that, they have figured it out. But like, 
that's not easy to do, man. That'd nah. be super talented. Um, we'll see what happens. The mogul affiliate thing is gonna be interesting because that dude, the mogul thing, I don't know, man. They just need to let that dude go solo and call it a day. Sure. I wouldn't mind keeping Nana with him as a manager. Yeah, yeah, and let's let them just do them, yo. Yeah. Too many iterations of this mogul thing, man. You gotta be able to cement your stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, man. But I, you know, that's part of the, of the gig. I mean, they have way less losses AEW has going into this show than they did last. You know, last time they tried to do a big show like this, and guys got hurt. So yeah, um, so it'll be alright. It'll be all right. I mean, I'm wondering if, like, with the Phoenix issue, if he would have known. Like further in advance that he was going to be on the card, I don't know if that would have helped them have the time to get the visa stuff in order. Well, you know, a lot of people have been complaining how the booking has only been happening in the last two weeks, two and a half weeks. I think the problem with him, his own, what I read was like it is a visa type thing, but he's also trying to um get some. I forgot the term. He's trying to show that he's a like a long term resident of this country, so oh, that he can like. Okay. So like it's something along them lines, and part of that means you got to be here for a while. Yeah, and so you can't leave to show that you're here. So I guess he's trying to get whatever type of paperwork for that to be able to like buy a crib here and work okay. out of United yeah. States. And I think that's what's holding holding this up. Like I think it's not so much that he didn't, not so much the notice of it all. I guess they maybe had to get some details on if he could leave based mm-hmm. on what he's working on, and I guess they figured he can't um, because maybe. Him leaving right now would mean that he left too quickly. You know I mean, yeah. to go somewhere else. So, I think that's more so what it's on. But it is a visa type type of situation with with him. Um, we'll see, man. I mean, they'll, they'll everybody's gonna be flipping and flipping. It'll be a good time. Yeah, definitely. Stadium Stampede is still gonna be a crazy match because the last Luna one they Stadium had... Stampede in Wembley Stadium is genius. Yes. That's and genius. this will be the first one in front of a live crowd. Like the first one was in an empty stadium. So that yeah. dynamic is gonna be crazy. And crazy. I think that went on even when it was um it was before COVID, I thought that happened. They just happened to use the Jaguar Stadium. It was out of season, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. couldn't get they couldn't fill um they couldn't fill it up with people. So yeah, yeah that shit was and oh, it brings man. back Santana Ortiz, like we said earlier. It's good to see them back. Deep in the, the storyline with Eddie Kingston, you know I got a soft spot the, for the New York people. This 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 is all this is all off the script. But like, did you see the promo he had with Renee Eddie Kingston backstage? And she yeah, was trying to ask him, get the mic on my. We see you. What what's your husband doing? What I was like, yo, this is mad funny. Yo, Renee and then then the Taz spicy. is like, she's just doing her job. Nah, Renee <laughs> be getting spicy. She getting spicy. That shit is hilarious. I really I really enjoy the interactions, man. Yeah, yeah, you'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna handle it at Wembley. And the crowd was like, <laughs> they was going nuts. Nah, I love that view. I love that view. And Renee's been so good. Oh, just she's great. Not, not just being a backstage interview. Now she's being more of a like I get quote unquote a character on the show. It, well, all these all these announcers have to see themselves as such, and it's and it's mm-hmm. the. It's the wrestler's job also to make them feel like they matter too. Yeah, you know, definitely. The way that they treat Tony Schiavone is almost the way they used to treat Gene Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like you got to treat, you know, people like, you know, Coachman was a part of the interviews. They used to really fuck yeah. with with Michael Cole when he was back. Like you have to make them a part of this, or else mm-hmm. you'll be. You can't even tell me to half the other people that that do them jobs. Kay, they do. The, they do a good job with Kayla and Paul Heyman. They do a good job with that. Yeah, you know they do like they discern people that like all right they got it. Renee is definitely one of the people that's like she understands her role and and mm-hmm. everything she does, her facials and nothing is awkward. And, yeah, she the timing, the the look she gives the cameras, the timing, everything. Like she's she's helping advance stories. It's yeah through those little actions, honestly. And when you see people, the beautiful thing about it, and you re, you really get that feeling a lot when you watch old shows, when you see someone walk into the area with the with the backstage announcer, you don't feel like you can miss it. You'd be like, oh wait, what, what they got to say? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You want to see? But you already know. You already know. When you saw Hogan and Gene, it's like, oh, what what are they gonna? Well, you know something, Gene. It's like, oh boy, mm-hmm. you know, 
it's it's just it's just like that. Yeah, it's just or like even that. every time you saw The Rock with Jonathan Coachman or The Rock with Michael Cole before he moved to the announce table, you knew it was gonna be oh, Rock tried to do some Some type just of to shenanigans. pump this dude out. It's gonna be something funny. What's he gonna call him? How's he gonna make fun of him this time? And now, um, yeah, Renee definitely has that energy, and I like how she's um. Stirring the pot, you see the little sit down she had on um, MJF and then separately with Cole Oh, with showing uh, that with footage. uh, She's like, The streets have been talking, they seen. and again, that's another great example Mm because, uh, Adam Cole did what you're supposed to do. -hmm. He looked straight at her and it's like, yo, Yes, yes. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm like, yes. like they, that's that's what it's supposed to be, Yes, you know, definitely. that's what it's supposed to be. Almost look, we might have talked, I don't know, I think we did talk about it last time, I'm not sure, but they did this, uh, Jim Ross did this sit down interview with. With Kenny Omega, and then they Oh, jumped listen. him. Yes. Did you, did you see that? Oh, my goodness. That was Listen. so funny. But again, it makes it feel like this thing matters. We're gonna dish up a JR interview, you Yo, know. the And funniest thing was just JR is like his reaction. I don't know if you saw it, but someone they edited it to make it look like an Eric Andre show skit, and it just it fit perfectly. no, I haven't Like, seen it. oh, oh. Listen, that beatdown was hilarious for unintentional reasons, and JR was the main reason it was hilarious. Just the, the little step back, like just a slight step back and the barely reacting, but he knows he's supposed to be reacting, but it's, yeah. He had this look on his face like, Like, what That the shit hell? was so funny. <laughs> That Not shit shout was out to so JR. funny. No cancer in his foot, so he's good. Hey man, yeah, great, great uh health update on him also, man. Shout out to JR. Still kicking. Um let's get into this edge news, yo. Before we get out of the hot tag segment here. Son Adam Copeland. Um, so Edge had his final match against Sheamus. It was on Raw, right? Now I was on SmackDown last Friday. It was on SmackDown Friday, yeah. Yep. And so, um, as it is, whenever someone's contract is up in this wrestling business, the speculation flies. At least when there's another viable company. to go to um so there was a report that's basically said edge gave his terms on what would take what it would take for him to stay in the wwe and wwe wouldn't meet that so now aew is going to come in and swipe him up and it's just going to be all elite soon or whatever whatever and um as was it the video he put out today or the video come Yeah, out yesterday he put out a video this morning, maybe a couple This of hours morning, ago. just refuting all that and saying, "Yo, I'm, I'm chilling, basically for the most part." He he said he said verbatim, "I have an extension from WWE in my inbox," Okay. Oh, so yeah, and definitively and I'm just shutting not. it down then. Yeah, he's like, I'm just I'm just figuring out what do, if I even want to continue to do this. He went in, he went on to say that um, you know, Friday was. He called it the best night of his career, and he said it's gonna be hard to feel like he topped if he could top that. He was like, you know, people might think WrestleMania would be the type of place to go out on, but he's just like, I don't know. So he's now you and I both know he is not finished. <laughs> Yeah. I generally believe he does not know what he's gonna do, but I also believe he will eventually be like, I want to go back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's just how it is. I don't, I do think he'll be on a super reduced schedule. I do Mm think -hmm. it takes a lot for him to get ready. To, like him and Seamus had a great match. That shit was a lot of fun. And he did some things in that match that he doesn't usually do. He did the spear through the ropes that he did to Mick Foley. He did that. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he, was, he, was, he was like, bro, if this is my last He's one, we're doing going to do all it out. all. Yeah. And so it was good, but it was physical. It's a Seamus match. And, um, You know, it takes time to recover from that. So I, I absolutely believe he'll be back. I just don't, you know, I don't think he'll, I think he'll come back for a couple of feuds, man, and then wrap it up. I don't think it's going to be like a three-year deal the way he did last time. Nah. They might do it one year and Nah. all Or out. um, they might work out some like kind of hybrid legends deal where he does a couple appearances, but most of it's like, It could be you something know, like I'll that. do appearances on documentaries, interviews, and shit like that. Remember, like, COVID took away a chunk of his run. Yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he came, like, by the next, about a month or two into his run, they shut shit down.
and he was for the, a good bit for maybe a good year maybe he was wrestling in empty spots you know so yeah. I, that's not what he signed up for so was, I do um, think I do think role? he'll try to run it back and try to get you know get the feel more you know um I don't think he's done but I do think he's near done yeah I don't think like, he's done yet in this business if you still got some gas in the tank and you were a big enough name you're not done because you know there's paydays in your future like that's why fine. would you give up that money if Shawn you Michaels can... came back I don't care anyone say <laughs> and people give him hell for that match I thought he was the best dude in that match I don't know what they be talking about but anyway he came back and he said yeah. he never would anyone came everybody got a price like Ted DiBiase would say Word. everybody got a price seriously seriously you know what I mean? so that I that's think, just what it is yeah and I don't even think honestly there was ever a chance I know before he initially came back to WWE they said there was a chance he might come to AEW but I don't know if that's um I don't know if that's something on his mind I think it's more so people just really itching to see the Edge and Christian reunion we thought we were going to see when they both were at the Rumble a couple of years ago. Yeah. But uh, cuz they both they both can still go. Um, they could do they could do they could do it all right now. Yeah, like a run from them wouldn't be bad. Like Yo, they'll be better than the it's going to sound I'm I'm I love the Hardys, man, but they they'll be better than them. The Hardys look good on Dynamite yesterday. Yeah. Better than they have yeah. in a while. Yeah, but like, them dudes have trouble walking, man. Edge yeah, and Christian, they, like you Christian know, they, still, they just they just more normal. <laughs> like Christian is in his fifth, is almost fifty. I think he's forty-seven. I believe Christian, and he doesn't even look it like facially, let alone how he looks when he's in the ring. Facially, but, he hasn't aged, but he always had an older type of face, which is funny. yeah, that is true. But that now is true. helping them because, like, oh yeah, I've been looking at this face for eighteen years, man. Exactly. Oh, nothing's changed. You feel me? He's, he's but, figured um, it out. And he's figured out a style that's like, yo, I don't got to, I'm a heel. I don't even got to do the wild stuff. I just yeah, gotta and he's not even wrestling that often. I think this, this might be the most he's wrestled like back to back in a while. Um, Because he, he had the match with Darby last Saturday. And then I believe the Saturday before that, he was in the tag match. It was him and Ricky Starks versus Punk and um, I forgot who Darby again. Yeah, so um, shout out to Christian man, and I don't think Edge is like if he does show to AW, it'll be even cool. making mad fun of like what his name might be. Adam, or he go back to Sexton Hardcastle. That'd be <laughs> so he can't, man. He can't. Nah, they go call him. Um, damn, what can you call him? The Edge. <laughs> like, I don't even know like, that could work. <laughs> like Christian just had to add a last name, and that was it. The Edge is here. Edge Copeland nah. is here. <laughs> nah, I want him. It, it should be some real super TNA esque name. Like, just look for any synonyms for the word Edge, like precipice or um the horizon, like anything like that. The the zenith. Listen, well, I like that one. I like that one. The Zenith. The Zenith is here. Oh, my but, God. But I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Khan was like, oh, let's do Sex and Hardcastle because it's yeah, only that real would, that fans, would only insider fans would know. But that's not an intimidating name. That's no. only, that's my, that's my, it's a whack name. That's my only pushback at it. It's just a whack name. That shit is 100% Java <laughs> to the Stars wrestling on Jacked name. It is Cheeks. That's a WWE metal name. That's what that is. It's WWF Superstar Saturday morning after Dion Warwick Psychic Friends Network. Type of <laughs> like uh chain nails nails is gonna job out to or he's gonna make a sex and hard castle job to nails. <laughs> so, yo, that's definitely the type <laughs> jobbing out to nails, crush. Yeah, like you're gonna drive out to nails on on W Superstar. You might lose the you, You're gonna drive out to uh the Berserker. Nah, I don't <laughs> know about that. Nah, not the Berserker. He could drive out to um Savio Vega, or um like, man, maybe not even Savio Vega. 
Shout out Savio Vega, man. Los Boricuas. All them people that made me see a little bit of melanin on, on the program, and shout out to them when Word. I was coming up. You know, I don't know. I hope he thinks he's black. You know, a lot of them folks don't like to think they black. I hope he feels he's black because he's black. Yeah, yeah. You know, bullshit. Then he's yeah. black. <laughs> um, you know, in Puerto Rico, it's shaky ain't no, sometimes. No, ain't no black. Ain't no black. <laughs> like praying. Yeah, with the beginning. Um, we'll move on now to uh this week's graps and uh the slam of the week. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Always presented to you by JVC Kaboom Box, and we got a new sponsor, IO Digital Cable. <laughs> I uh, I in speaking to you earlier, I, I remember that I, I did like the. Darby Allen and and Christian match, but my my pick for my slam of the week is uh Gunther versus Chad Gable from Raw, mm-hmm. uh, which ended in a countout, which was clever to just say that Gunther took an L, but he doesn't lose the belt. Yeah, that's very old school. But the actual match, I mean, I've been wanting Chad Gable to get this type of look for whenever they put him solo. You know, yeah. when, whenever they gave him Shorty G, I'd much rather them have this move right oh, here. Oh man, the Shorty G, oh man. But Trap but the, the, the Alpha Academy has helped him grow into really a spitting image of Kurt Angle, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And man, them dudes had a had a great match on Raw, and and punctuated by uh, Gunther going for a chop where. Chad Gable was at the ring post. Chad Gable ducks, Gunther yeah. slaps the ring post, and then backs up. And Chad Gable German suplexes him by the damn ring bell, ringside, and then runs back in the ring for the ten. I said, "Bro, this is mad fun." <laughs> that's 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 good. That's good. But it was just right a there. fun match. Like, that's the way you, if you have to have Gunther, quote unquote, take an L. That's the best way to do it, and. Against a great wrestler like Chad Gable, like that's the whole legitimacy of it. The dude can mm-hmm. go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, I wish too bad like the wrestling gods weren't smiling down on um Jordan. Um, oh my goodness. I just forgot his name. Um his partner I mean, in American Alpha. Yeah, I remember uh Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan, yeah. That yeah. Uh, that team had so much they could have been so good if he could have stayed healthy, man. Um, that was the that was Steiner's 2.0 to me, man. Mm-hmm, so unfortunately. Mm-hmm. unfortunately. Like I, I could imagine it would have been them and the Usos having a legendary rivalry in the WWE like the last few years, but damn. Wasn't worth but, it to do to keep going, man. I guess yeah. You know, it wasn't but I think caught. he I think Jason Jordan still works for WWE. I think he has a backstage role there. Yeah, he's like a he's like a one of the producers, Asian. I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Kurt Angles. <laughs> Kurt Angle's black son. Lest we ever forget. The alternate universe if Kurt Angle actually got with Charmel. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Son, don't even bring up that was some dark promos, boy. What did they give that dude to say? This dude said, I like bestiality sex, is what (laughs) they had that man saying. What? (laughs) On UPN 9? What in the fuck? That oh man, I think that was like that, and that wasn't even Perk Angle. No, Perk no, Angle didn't happen till afterwards. That's just Vince, man. Vince and his weird thinking. Oh man, <laughs> that kind of weird so stuff. Yeah, like, what kind of a phrase is that anyway? Yeah, um, but um, but shout out Gunther and Chad Gable, man. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate them yeah. blessing us this week. My um my slam of the week was so I didn't even think to mention Darby and Christian for some reason because I was my original match was gonna be um on that same episode of Collision. What was it called? No, 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 it was Rampage. On Rampage, Commander and Ray Phoenix had a match. Um and it was like straight up 20 minutes amazing lucha libre mm. style match and it was just uh, i loved it but that was gonna be my match of the week but i think i might switch it to christian and darby only because christian is just 
his heel work is like the best of his career, like top notch. Talking about um, and, and it's recency bias because his promo this past week on Dynamite was amazing as as usual. The whole I heard you got a dad. Oh yeah, and I heard he's dead. The Christian, but, is like, but the beauty, the beauty of peaking the crowd's interest. So he didn't, he didn't just say, oh, "I heard your dad's dead too." No, he yeah. said. You got a dad, which is a callback, and everyone's like, yeah. oh, oh god, here we go. What's <laughs> the violin? I'm, I'm looking at this shit like I don't even know nothing about this dude, dad. What are you about to tell me, man? Don't tell me this daddy <laughs> dead too. And then he's dead. I'm like, oh, like, yo, he had me. That's the beauty of it all because you could have, yeah. you could just be like, I heard your dad is dead too. But that's not effective. My nah. man said, I heard you have a dad. Oh, everyone has a dad, Christian. You know what I mean? Like. Heard you have a dad. Oh, the crowd is like, oh boy, shut the fuck up. And he's dead too. I was like, oh Lord. And it's like this is heat. He it's like his it's it's about to be his bat signal now. Like the whole father thing, like from the way he got his daughter kicked out the building on collision a couple weeks ago. We want to be everybody's father with Jack Perry and now with um Nick Wayne. It's if he's smart, he'll he'll do a little uh, like DC Universe, Marvel type of shit, and just kind of <laughs> wink at at Dominic Mysterio over there. You know, oh, seems like there's a, there's a whole wrestling industry full of deadbeat dads. Some even wear masks. You know, like you know, some <laughs> shit like that. Oh my! No, god. I would love that. I would love. Oh that. my god! That would be mm-hmm. so much fun. I know I, he's gonna do it, yo. He has to do something like that oh, one yeah. day to make people. It's gonna go viral. <laughs> it will go 100%. viral. And he got to wear the sleeveless turtleneck to do it. The sleeveless turtleneck is such a cockhead move. What is this? So like sleeveless turtleneck. He was on, I think it was Swerve's podcast. Swerve has a really good podcast, by the way. Okay. Um, um he had a sit-down interview with Christian, and I think Christian said like the reason he picked the sleeveless turtleneck was because it was the douchiest thing he's ever seen someone wear so he was like i'm heel i gotta wear it like i gotta wear it and it, it works i thought he had looks... to, i thought he created it i didn't know that was actually a thing he might have created it oh but i know the decision behind him wearing it was he knew wearing that was just gonna up the the ante on his douchey heel douchebag dickheadedness so he did it damn it wow. yeah he did it. and wow um, dude is a, also, in that match with Darby, I just want to point out really mm-hmm. cool ass spot I enjoyed was Christian on outside of the ring on a steel chair and Darby doing like a drop kick from the top rope to outside and then Christian just falling back on the chair. I just thought that was funny. It was a really good match, man. And Darby just throws his body at people like just throws he took another. Back. He took another coffin drop onto the side of the ring that match. That dude, but he kind of fell to his side a little bit. I'm like, all right, cool. He's protecting himself a little bit. But yeah, that's yeah. gonna catch up, bro. Yeah, all, nah, he I all them dudes. I'd be feeling like Jim Ross. He'll have a metal catch up. back soon. But we keep looking around. But he and and he's been wrestling basically every week, twice a week. He's on dynamite collision, collision, dynamite, dynamite collision. He might pop up on rampage. Just like, bro. I mean, he's here for a good time, not a long time. Oh, that is clear. That's yeah. clearly the case. <laughs> but, um, I'll give shout him out, a slam of the week. Shout out to all of them that put their body online for our entertainment, man. It's, it's not lost on us, obviously. Yeah. Um, but going on from that, we, we got a big, huge pay-per-view weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. All in at Wembley Stadium. Uh, last big wrestling show I can remember being there was SummerSlam 1992, which was a spectacle. Yeah, but, uh, we got something happening here with with a new upstart, number two company in this country, and um, people are excited. The people over there are excited. Uh, I don't know if we got to necessarily go through a match by match. Uh, no, because it's it's a lot. It's a. But um, what do you feel? What's your general feelings about the show, and what are you expecting out of uh, MJF and Adam Cole? So I'm excited. I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to see the show. Like I'm on the fence. I need to see how much I think on course. 
Yeah, um, I'm think. I don't even know where you get pay per view at. You, I mean, I guess I could get it from the cable company, but I'm like, is it? Yeah, I think you got. I think they have a website or an app or something like that. I don't think I can stream it on my PS5, man. But um, it might be. I know it's on Fight TV in the UK, but I don't know how people in the UK and a couple other countries that's not the United States can watch it seemingly for free on YouTube for them. They drop that information today. Lucky devils. Oh, listen, I need to get a, a VPN. Shit. You know what I mean? Um, but it's going to be five hours, including the pre-show. So the pre-show's an hour, and Tony Khan straight said, yeah, it's going to be a four-hour pay-per-view. But, um, so that's a lot. But the fact that it's it's a one... So the in New York time, the pre-show's at 12 p.m., and then it shows at 1 p.m. So I can I can do... A four or five hour show in the middle of the afternoon like that, no problem. You can you could you could you can multitask. Yeah, like it's not like going to do other things. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to be up till two a.m. and I've done a bunch of stuff all day, and so now I got to find the energy to stay up and watch this. But um, that thing that's one thing I do like. But um, yeah, it's a it's just just seeing the atmosphere what it's going to be like. Should, I hope they do at least a incredible. set reveal like they've been doing for WrestleMania the last few years. I hope they do a set reveal. Yeah. What's what it's going to look weird because like. they don't... Whenever they change the setup, they don't usually go too crazy with the change setups, but um, I could see... I want them to bring back the LED ramp. I think you'll see that. Yeah. I, I think you'll I think see that. I'm like um, 8% sure we'll see that. Yeah, um, and I, I think it's going to be like almost a condensed set you know, like WWE been doing that at their stadiums recently. When they have a stadium, they want to pack in mad people. If it's not yeah. WrestleMania, they'll just do a little LED wall, and they mm-hmm. just kind of come out. I think they're gonna do something along them lines. I do think they're gonna have a stage, but I don't think yeah. they're gonna have the I don't think they're gonna have the ramp all the way to the ring. But it might come down a little bit. That's what I think. But we'll see. Yeah, because you have to you have to also figure into the fact that they have the stadium stampede match. So how how is the setup for that gonna work? Because that match is not going to be taking place in the ring. You have to find an area of the stadium where you could set it up where it's like it can't be too confined either. It has to look like and feel like they have range of the whole free range of the whole stadium to use. But I think the crowd is going to be electric. going to be in the crowd and they're going to there's gonna be mad beer being spilled. It's going to be pretty cool, man. Oh, hell yeah. And those UK crowds, like when they get they get wrestling, like American wrestling so few and far in between, they're always rabid when there's a show. So I'm not worried about crowd noise or anything like that. Um, I think the, well, when it comes to MJF and Cole, I don't know. Um, they did a lot of good character work this week with their sit-down interviews with Renee. And everything is looking like and leaning towards Adam Cole being the one to turn heel with the storm out during the interview, the whole um, my new low key favorite part of this feud, the heartbroken Roderick Strong <laughs> and his Yo, almost deadpan he, delivery of passionate <laughs> dialogue. I dropped an Easter egg, yo, and I caught it. And I've, I've been watching wrestling long enough that I finally caught it. This dude was like, at the end of all in, we're going to see what the real MJF is. Real attitude. See that? That's what it for me. And I was like, okay, something is gonna happen. Yeah, something. You know. You know what's funny, yo? What about this? And it just came to my. What if, uh, MJF actually does turn, and Roger Strong becomes his dude. And it's like he been meddling this shit the whole time. It's like, nah, you don't. And it's like, boom, now nah, Roger Strong actually his man's, and like, we just wanted to butter him up. That's possible. They get, they've done a good job of making you think. Yeah. We don't. Where's this going? We don't yeah. know what we're doing. And it um, would, and it would make sense logically from this standpoint. Like, it could be a whole. Oh, you think I forgot how you turned on us in NXT? Hey. I thought I originally thought that's what they were gonna do with Kyle O'Reilly before he got injured. But um And that could spin off into another feud. That might be the move because yeah. that dude Roderick Strong needs something to do, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And, and then that would free MJF, MJF up for Punk or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's the other thing about it. I don't know, besides the turn, there are people who think there might be a title change. But I'm like, I don't know because like the... MJF, I, th I, I think I said it on it, bro. MJF is turning, bro. He's turning. Yeah. But like the baked in story is the unification match between Punk and MJF. It's the third mm -hmm. match. It'll be the third match in the trilogy and it'll be for the unification of the world title. So that seems like the most obvious route to go. But, and I don't see Joe, Samoa Joe beating Punk at all in. No. Um, but but it's, a, it's, it's a fun way to get everybody to where they're trying to get to. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if sometimes when you have a, sh a big show like this, do you want to take a chance and do like take a crazy booking chance, take a swing at something? Or do you want to send the home, send the fans home as satisfied and happy as you can? Nah, you just want to, you want to, you want to send them home engaged. That's yeah. all. I, I want to go home thinking, oh, damn, now I got to see what happens on Dynamite. Mm -hmm. What the hell? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's such an MJF thing to lead you on and then pull the rug from under you. Yeah, like, and that's and, the other thing. But it's it not apparent. Be... I don't think it's so obvious that that's gonna happen. I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like, you know what? That might be a really great swerve that makes sense. Yeah, it's like yeah. I've done it before. Why would I don't I do it now? Like, look, I had some moments where I did think about super kicking them. I'm a competitor, or whatever. Like, but you know, mm -hmm. what I mean, if you want to justify the stuff Renee was showing him, you know, what I mean. Um, and that makes Roderick Strong be able to lean into something different than what he's been. He could be a straight up heel and just lean into just being like a chicken shit heel. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's where they're going, man. I think that's where they're going, and and it'll make MJF have a lot of heat going into his match with Punk, and they can mm -hmm. go back and forth and jab. And I think that's what's happening. Um, it's crazy because like the pay per view being a week later is just like. They have well, to do a lot of heavy lifting story wise as far as punk and MJF. I don't think they'll I don't think they'll unify at, at Fallout. Oh, you think they'll wait till later? Yeah. Yeah. I think they might Adam Cole and MJF might have a blow off, or mm -hmm. they might have, you know, they they'll figure something else out to to yeah. further that and end it. Mm -hmm. But um I nah, let let MJF and Punk build. Yeah. Let that build. You know, I mean, that's how I look at it. It's funny because they only have two matches for All Out announced. It's um Miro versus Will Hobbs, and then Darby versus Hey. Luchasaurus. Let me shout out Will Hobbs one time, man. He um he had a great promo on Collision, mm -hmm. and he gonna go far, man. They finally he's getting some time. He's gonna go oh, far, yeah. and I'm. I, oh, he's been. Ever since he first debuted, I was like, and it's like this inherent bias in me. I'm like, oh, he black guy. Hey, let me see what he's all about. So I'm gonna pay extra attention to him. And then paying the extra attention to him, I'm seeing that he's good. And like yeah. as he gets as he was getting more reps on him, he was getting noticeably better noticeably better. And he started taking care of his body more and like really, really leaning in. And now we got now the mic. Not, like the shit it was believable. Like he's already mm -hmm. an imposing figure. And now it's like Yeah. I'm and he's not he's like, I'm taking down like the biggest dude. Like he wanna fuck with Mero. It's like, oh okay. Yeah. And then that's, I always gotta I'm always gonna mark out for his um his Harlem Heat inspired ring gear. Like I'm yeah, always gonna lost shit. on me either. Yeah. Extremely reminiscent. But you know that's what they needed when they brought in that third member instead of friggin' mm -hmm. Ahmed Johnson overweight. <laughs> Should have been it should have been Will Hobbs back then. All right, you got a time but machine. It's all good. You know what the it's interesting thing is? So okay. apparently, like during Miro's sabbatical, um, allegedly they were like trying to pitch ideas to him for him to come back, and he was shutting them all down. And one of them was a feud with Hobbs that he would ultimately lose, that Miro would ultimately lose. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering if since they're running that program now, is it a thing where like Miro's cool because he's gonna go over? Cause I'm like, does does Miro need like I feel like they both need the win? Yeah, they yeah. 
so well, look, tricky. put it this way. It doesn't need to be a one-match feud. That's true. And it, it doesn't have to be a clear win-or-loss match either. It can end in no contest or something like that. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah that's, and, and, through, and throughout the feud, people can figure out who is the face and who is the heel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because right now, they both sort of tween us. Yeah. yeah. And, they just, and they're both out to dominate. They have the same mission, essentially. You know what I mean? So, so at some point, somebody's gonna be like, you know what? I'm tired of playing by the rules, and it's gonna be clear. It probably yeah. be clear by the by the time they have like their last match together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. just my that's just my thought at least. Um, you know, for me, I'm just I'm I, I'm I like the spectacle of things. I'm I'm very happy that uh, Wembley's getting a show, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing. What is it they come up with? Uh, I'm a. I've said this before on the show. I'm a broken record. I like CM Punk. I want to see him do well. Um, mm-hmm. I think him and Joe will have a a good match. I think it is. It's cool that they're having this match and they're taking their rivalry to um, a stage like Wembley, yeah. on a grand scale like AEW. Yeah. Um, I look at that like so many other people look at you know bringing certain things to certain platforms. And so they're just allowing more people to know what their history is. I know people over there in the UK are very adept mm-hmm. with indie wrestling. So, you know, that's gonna that's definitely for them to eat up. That's definitely yeah. a gift. Yeah, 100%. Um, uh I you know, I'm 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 you know, I I just if I watch the show, I just want I'm looking forward to seeing everybody's character work. Yeah. Um, uh I wanna see I want to see MJF retain. Um, but Adam Cole has been, you know, look like he's been in the gym. He look like he's getting cut. Yeah. Out there, you know, and nah, uh, he's doing his thing. I mean, I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing how the, how all that that whole rivalry pans out. Um I wish AEW well this weekend. So people have a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's that's just my thoughts. I have I have good feelings going into it. I don't know if I'm gonna actually order it, but like you said, it's an early show, and so because of that, yeah. Maybe, I'll yeah. Get paid tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe I'll feel a little, you know, a little frisky, a little froggy. Yeah, word. <laughs> and um, it's it should be. Regardless, I think, I think it's gonna be one thing that happens that everyone's gonna be talking about. Whether it's gonna be in a negative way or a positive way, I don't know. But um, because AEW could be really polarizing to some people, but um. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting a really good show. I'm expecting everyone to like give their best effort. Like yeah. I feel like they grasp or they all understand the gravity of like a situation like this because this mm-hmm. is forget about like yes, it's the biggest crowd in wrestling history, but this is a company. It's who the has biggest a- crowd. In the Western Hemisphere, no one wants to talk about North Korea WCW. Nobody wants to talk about how they had a hundred thousand people in North. No one talking about that happened. Right? There's a whole dark side of the ring. It happened. This is the redhead. But it's the biggest one in North American history, without a doubt. Yeah. And um (laughs) and the other thing is like this is a company that's not been around five years doing this. Like that's unprecedented. Like I think TNA, TNA's biggest crowd, I don't even think was over twenty thousand people. And TNA's been around for a long time, and at at one point was considered the number two company. Hey, listen, that is about backing. That is about yeah. It's really about backing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Your your network partners and your actual owners. Because they had to, everyone that's in AEW was in TNA. Everybody that was mm-hmm. in WWE was in TNA. Yeah. So it's not the talent. No, that it's is not. About, that's the front office. That's the business side of yeah. things. And right? as we yeah. can see, they did not handle business well, infamously. Yeah. You know, um, there's things that they do well that people tout, and I shout outs to them. But yeah, I just, and you know, and that's not to take nothing away from what AEW has done. They took advantage of what they've done, they, they have earned what they're experiencing right now. I hope everybody gets out of that whole show safe, healthy, yeah. can go on with, you know, do their yeah. thing. It's a testament to the work they put in over this time. Um, but it's also a testament to like, look, man, start visiting these 
countries overseas more often, man. They they want you. Mm-hmm. So just take note of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and I think this will be this will definitely be the catalyst for AEW to attempt more overseas shows. Um, like I, I guess the market will mostly be places in Europe and um, Asia, Eastern Asia. I don't see them doing. They're not going to do any Saudi shows. Like that's a given. WWE has that on lock. Like that's a given. That's not happening. Um, a whole contract. Yeah. Is they can do Puerto Rico and but the crazy thing is like wrestling is wrestling is a different animal in Latin America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And um and I could definitely see them pulling off a show, but I don't know if Because yeah, WWE just had a show in Puerto Rico and it went off without a hitch, but like they be stabbing people, man. They take their wrestling seriously down there. That's funny. <laughs> it was, and like I keep <laughs> harkening back to Don Callis just getting attacked in Mexico a couple weeks ago. Did by he a really? fan who thought it was real. Yeah, it was a backstage, it was for AAA. It was a backstage segment with um him and Someone else were attacking Kenny Omega because Kenny Omega wrestled on that show. And mm-hmm. there's some dude who it was still real to him, damn it, ran up and tackled Don Callis and tried to choke yeah. him out. This happened on TV? <laughs> no, this happened. Oh. It was a backstage segment that was being filmed. Okay. It was on. Get- and then, yeah, it happened. But it was Listen, for a pay per view. Yeah. Listen, man, they're doing too much. It's still real to me. Son, they <laughs> love his son. They love oh it. man okay yo <laughs> yeah all this should be a great show it's a great um big big time in AW's young history and we'll see how this affects next weekend which will be all out and um AW going forward and yeah man shout out to shout out to the UK man y'all earned that Y'all earned that. Y'all been neglected for so long. Yeah, man. Have, have a good time this weekend, wrestling fans. I keep my ass to these streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, uh, but I think, that, think that that's just about does it, yo. Yeah. Um, again, yo, big time wrestling piece of Terry Funk, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's like you said earlier, we are getting around that time where these people it's you never expected but it low-key should be expected that these are the big guns yo yeah the time's gonna be up soon they're gonna be off this earthly plane indeed so you know give them the flowers while you can um wrestling is one of those businesses where as long as they're not problematic, they will always be remembered. And well, we're looking at as long as you're not problematic and as long as you're a draw, there is that bias. But they will always show love to the legends of yesteryear. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah. And should and should. The same way we re- we revere other entertainers, and they yeah. deserve the same. So yes. without a doubt. Especially when their bodies don't run like that. Health, mental health. Physical health, mm-hmm. not seeing their families for a while. Like, it's a crazy business. And these dudes who are passing were like living during the wildest times, like as far as outside of the ring goes, where yeah, everyone's yeah. doing coke and, hey, and party. Dark Side of the Ring is about them. Yes, exactly. We <laughs> you know Dark Side exactly. of the Ring about the New Day. <laughs> dark Side of the Ring is about them. It'll be. Damn, you brought up the new day just broke my heart, man. Why is that? Because um, the whole Big E doctors are advising him to not wrestle again. Was that legit? I don't know if he's himself is not going to wrestle again, but I know I heard that he's been advised. Yeah, we've heard that before. Again. Yeah, we've heard sure, that before. But, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he has um. He looks very normal and Big E ish. 
He does, does. And oh, I he would've... does whatever it is that he wants to do. Yeah. And I, I think just... if anything, just don't mm-hmm. take no overhead German suplexes. Yeah. Don't take no German suplexes at all. Yeah. And call it a day. Yeah, he's a good dude. And I would I would like to see him like end his career on his own terms. Like you never want to see people forced out mm-hmm. by injury or anything otherwise. So yeah. Shout out to Biggie. Big time shout out to Biggie, man. Yeah, man, that's it. That's it. That's all we have for you this week. Um, next week, maybe we'll see. We'll shoot for it. Why not? Yeah, Gotta yeah, do all in review. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. to see if they put on something's going down. Cash Wheeler gotta put up the block. <laughs> see if he gets punishment for being a um trying to be a rude boy out there. That's it. Shooter. Well, no, no, let me not say a shooter. He just flashed it. He didn't. He didn't pull it out the holster or anything. He just flashed it. Cash wielder. Yeah, wielder for real. <laughs> Cash wielder. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking of that. Um, the um, the scene from Boys in the Hood with Ice so Cube corny. pulling up his shirt, just showing yeah. the girl like, "What's up? What's up?" Like I just see Cash Wheeler's face on Ice Cube's body doing that. <clears throat> but yeah, that's it. Um, it's the best of both worlds of wrestling podcast. Once again, I am Turk or Chris. This is Khalil, man. Y'all be good. Yes, sir. Peace.